messages will be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, welcome to After These Messages, bringing you hot takes on commercial breaks. That's right, we're here to talk about TV commercials today. The good ones, the bad ones, and the ones where people say weird shit like this. Many hot dogs are within you. My name is Andrew Walsh. I'm here with Genevieve Has, as always. Hey, Vive. Hello, Andrew. That uh, little drop at the top of the show came to us from our special guest, one of our special guests today. We never have guests that are not special, by the <laughs> way. Have we ever had a guest who is not special? They know who they are. They know who they are. Um, but uh, we have here with us Gus Kinsley. Am I saying your last name correctly, no, Gus? How no do you one say does. it? Nisley. Nisley. It's a silent K, yeah. Really? Yep. What are the chances I'm going to remember that? Um, it's one zero. No, no zero point zero 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 one. You're we somebody have, who knows me very well. Do we have the N in the wrong position here? K-N-I- oh, on the, oh K-N-I-S-E-L-Y. yeah. K n i s e l y. I mean, the fact that I spelled it wrong. Because in the yeah, because if it's both a silent K and a reverse N, that would be very bold. That yeah, wouldn't that, be on us. That, yeah, that that'd be just grammar. Dumb, bad. <laughs> well, thanks for Knowledge being here with reading. us today, Gus. We appreciate it. Yeah, it's fun to y- be here. Yeah. You were over here because you are already a radio star in your own right. You were just uh, over here recording a special upcoming edition of Brains On, right? Yes. 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 Yeah. So we figured, well, while you're over here, let's see. Veeves and I grew up in the 1980s. All the all of our commercial kind of knowledge and upbringing is very rooted in that era and we look at kids today we look at media today we're like i don't know do kids see commercials i don't know so we thought it'd be fun to have you stick around come on this show and teach us what it's like to see commercials in 2020 at age what how old are you 10 10 and a half 10 and a half yeah so anyway thanks for doing it also holding your microphone and also holding forth with with us today is our dear friend and your mom but i hope that you guys are also dear friends uh phyllis fletch fletcher hey p fletch hey thanks thanks for for having us of course yes um so we are going to go over some commercials today um that gus you picked out that you wanted us to see and we're going to talk about them genevieve has a couple of commercials that she wants you to see to get your reaction to Mm -hmm. Um, also, we have some really great ad council messages today. Veeves, I don't even know if you know this. I don't. I was uh, going through the um, the Facebook page. There's always some good stuff there. By the way, we do have some corrections to make. I didn't add it to the show sheet, though. I thought we could ignore the corrections. That's my favorite thing. Can we just do it at the top of the show? Did we already say that we confused the Halo Top ice cream commercial with the... Um, little Baby. Little Babies, yeah. Uh, is it Little Babies? Now I'm going to get it wrong. I uh, it's Nisley. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, whoever corrected me on Facebook, yes, thank you. It, it was uh, There is a weird Halo Top ice cream commercial and a weird Little Babies ice cream commercial that are, there are sort of equally freaky and weird, um, but they are not the same we- freaky and weird ice cream brand. So thanks for that correction. It wasn't there. Oh, also, I'm just going to get rid of... The, just. Do this at the top. Also, a lot of people on Facebook saying that you are wrong 
about the sock thing that we were talking about last week. Uh, there was a commercial for... That's a matter of opinion, and I won't accept it. People were taking photos of their feet, which I don't appreciate, but sure. taking photos of their feet in socks that don't fit. This is what you wrought <laughs> on the Facebook page. I had to you look at showed me some socks that don't fit. Yes, and, and also I was, going, <laughs> I was going rollerblading the other day, and I had to put on my athletic socks, and I said, look how the heel, the, these socks aren't big enough you for me. You did show me that. Maybe I was just blessed with perfectly average feet. <laughs> I am the person, I'm the platonic idea deal upon which all socks are based so it was unimaginable to me that a sock couldn't fit someone save it for your fetish podcast Miss <laughs> foot over there by the way we don't talk that way in front of children <laughs> Gus thank you again for joining us um, also I wanted to mention uh, coming up we have some uh, jingles we got a couple of jingles wow the jingles are back the jingles the are back the summer is making everybody jingly I know <laughs> it's definitely making me jingly <laughs> alright so let's start the show I think we should I mean maybe something better will come along but I'm happy to call this episode won't please somebody think of the children. All right, Gustafur, as I've started calling you today. Do you like that nickname? Because I don't have to call uh, well, you that. Well, my grandpa calls me Gustafur Q for like no reason. Gustafur <laughs> Q? I don't, I don't know what the Q stands for. Do you think I might have heard him? Because I've met him before, right? Did I meet him on the boat yeah, show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you met TBTL him. The TBTL boat show. Yeah. I wonder if I heard him say that because it's weird that I would just make that up. Maybe you're just um, a natural grandpa. Maybe. You're one of nature's Maybe. natural grandpas. Or I'm a natural thief. <laughs> I don't know. Um, That's trademark danger. <laughs> <laughs> no, I owe him an apology. Jim? Is his name Jim? Yes. Yeah. Uh, good guy. I like his hat style. Uh-huh. I'm thinking about getting a hat like his, but Genevieve is standing in my way. He's got uh, one of those golfer it, it, hats it that make clips him. Well, it, it makes him look... I guess it make... It depends... On what what you look like, I guess because that's very I th- similar I think, to the reaction I, think, I had. <laughs> I think it would look like, I think on you it would look it would make you kind of look like a sailor. <laughs> but that's good, right? <laughs> I guess you want to be like a sailor. What is do you, you, you want to look like a sailor? Kind of. You could you could wear one on the next if if you do another like TVTL boat show show or whatever. I'm thinking about it. I seriously am. I'm not joking. I, I want to don that. But it is the type of hat that once you do wear that hat, it kind of becomes your look, right? Yeah. No, my grandpa, unless he's like at home and we're doing yard work for him or something, he always wears that hat. Yeah. It's definitely like, like kind of his fishing, like thing. Or camping or hiking. That's pretty much all I see him do. But yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about. Gus, you keep no. getting us off topic here. Let's yeah, come back I'm to so, commercials. I'm, I'm d- it's not hat for these messages. <laughs> you, please, please cut that I out. Be cutting, I'll yeah. beep it out. Thank you. Um, Gus, the first commercial that you sent us was a Pepto-Bismol, which, by the way, I think I just realized today that that ends with the letter L. I think I've been saying Pepto-Bismol most <laughs> of my life. <laughs> what? <laughs> pepto Pepto-Bismol. Yeah, you think you've been saying Pepto-Bismol? I assure you <laughs> I that not. if you had been saying that, I would have corrected it by now. Well, do we talk about it that much? You I, do, I know we've said it more than more than zero. <laughs> Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> Could that be my astronaut name? I feel like I'm going up into space. I am Captain Pepto-Bismol. A, a, a common mistake, I think, would be like switching 
the L and the O, like Pepto-Bismo. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah. Pepto-Bismo. <laughs> so, anyway, now I'm very much in my head about saying Pepto-Bismol, but I guess you got to really hit that L at the end. Yeah. Um, now, I think I know you sent us a couple, but I'm, I'm going to uh, start with the one where the guy, it looks like he's leaving a food truck, right? And suddenly he's got like a, he's eating a sandwich, but then suddenly gas gets the better of them and i think this is one of the only commercials i mean i think we hear the fart sound am i right about that well it's like it's like a mix of a fart and like an extreme stomach grumble yeah it's a dangerous situation for anybody who's been in this situation it's somewhere in the lower part of the intestinal tract Mm -hmm. for sure and so this guy's walking away from his uh, from this food truck this is a real short commercial so i'll play it and then we can talk about it and he's taking a bite of the sandwich then suddenly he realizes boop i'm i'm got the i got the under gurgles here whatever we call it (laughs) and uh and then i think the rest sort of speaks for itself diarrhea new pepto diarrhea to the rescue it's three times concentrated liquid formula coats and kills bacteria to relieve diarrhea. The leading competitor only treats symptoms. It does nothing to kill the bacteria. Treat diarrhea at its source with new Pepto-Diarrhea. At its source? Yeah, what is <laughs> what the source? Wording? <laughs> what great wording. Why did you pick that one? Um, well, first of all, there... If you could, you go back to the beginning of the video. Yep. At the yep. very, very beginning. Yeah. You want to hear the fart again? N- no. Okay. Well, yes, but no. Okay. Not, not just that. Go back. To <laughs> okay. The <very> okay. <laughs> there it is. Pause. Okay. Yep. If you look at the food truck, it shows almost everything you could get diarrhea from. It shows a <laughs> Let's pig, make this bigger. like a, a deconstructed burger, a gyro. Mm-hmm. They have like ketchup and mustard in the back. I, see, um, I think I see some sriracha. Yeah, it, like sriracha. In the, in another commercial just like this that they did, there was like an ice cream cone, like a sloppy ice cream cone. It's a, Does ice yeah. cream cause uh, distress? I don't know. If you have like uh, like uh, lactose intolerance. That's yes. true. Yeah. I think that's a real issue for people who are – Because like, you know – not everyone – not all humans were uh, evolved to drink cow's milk. Yeah. No. Interesting. That wasn't part of God's plan. It's not. Yeah. Um, so, so that's what that's what kind of stood out to you in this commercial. It's like it was just built to cause stomach distress. Um, I, that's what I think. I mean, I don't think they have like a euro, a pig, and a burger. That would be a weird truck. food truck. I would yeah. be wary mm-hmm. of that food truck. It, a food truck that tries to do too much is. Uh, Trouble Town, I think. Tummy Trouble Town in this case. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I really liked, what I liked about this when I previewed it, Gus, was the, it's a real shorty, you know, mostly what it gets to, it quickly gets to the, the, uh, the animation of the coating of the stomach, which Pepto yeah. has been like coasting on that for a long time. But I really like the face that the dude makes when he realized like, uh-oh, <laughs> it's coming. Yeah. And it's, it's happening. This is definitely one of those things where, and, and, and Gus, I really respect you for not using this word in describing this commercial, but what we might be talking about here is a shark situation. <laughs> yes, yes, I should. I actually should have used that. But, but, but I, I do hear Theo screaming. I know. Apologies time. to the listeners. There are four of us in this room. It is very hot today. The door is open. Theo is awake, and he is going to be making noise. Our apologies. Um, Phyllis, do you want to weigh in here? I realize that I'm just using you as a human mic stand here. You're uncomfortably leaning across the table. <laughs> I just need to scoot a little closer. Okay, to cool. We but could also get mic stands for you no, guys. No, no, this is good. Um, 
I mean, it's so especially during quarantine, um, you know, every family needs specific things that bring them joy. Mm -hmm. And so we've started watching a lot of TV together, um, eating dinner in front of the TV, the whole thing. And when we first saw this commercial together, we all just <laughs> cracked up and we went to find it online and replay like diarrhea. <laughs> like, oh my I'm glad that no matter so funny no matter what changes from generation to generation, we all think diarrhea is hilarious. <laughs> like it's a terrible word, and it's just it's something that's so like awful to have in your life. But it's always just funny. Well, let and me to have it openly acknowledged by a company that's like, okay, we're acknowledging diarrhea and we're gonna address it. I'm like, that's it's hilarious. That's it's great. the that's the name of the game in advertising for gross things now. Though yeah. it's like toilet paper. You right. know what it's for, mm-hmm. right? Pepto Bismol. Let's not <laughs> let's not sugarcoat it. Right. It's for when you get the shit. Right. I miss analogies. <laughs> yeah. You know, like right. It, it, I'm gonna I'm a football player, so I'm gonna puff up my my uniform with toilet paper. And guess what? That means it'll also be soft on your butt. That, but right. that, that sounds like a Charmin thing. Yeah, it's definitely a Charmin thing. Now mm-hmm. I'm gonna ask you another question about Pepto Bismol. I don't know if you've ever seen this commercial. I think it's from before you were alive, Gus. I think it's like 11 or 12 years old. Um, but it ran for a long time. Phyllis, I don't, ha, are you familiar with the Pepto? Pepto-Bismol dance. Oh, my God. No. You're not seeing this? I don't think so. You notice that? Oh, go ahead. I have seen that. It's it's a, They actually added it to a very recent ad. I think it's like uh. a, it's like it take it takes place on some sort of airline. And there's like a, that the, the guy who goes like, if you have. It's, oh, just, he does kind of like a hand jive. Yeah, sort of hand jive. Thing. It's all yes. it's all the many maladies that Pepto diarrhea Bismol. is the last one, right? Right, and that, <laughs> but even that song is all stems from this original commercial, and you'll hear the tune here where you see I think four or five people in uh, in an office place, a generic like office, and they're okay. waiting in line to use the copy machine, I believe, and then okay. one of them or maybe all of them start to get some sort of stomach distress, and then they start singing the song or somebody starts singing the song, and they're all doing a coordinated line dance to it wow. and like touching the parts of their body mm-hmm. and right. when diarrhea comes like these adults in business attire right like oops they make oopsie faces and put their hands by their butt i this Whoopsie. commercial will never stop disturbing if that me. happened in my workplace i would run out of that building and throw my letter of resignation into hr's yes. office on the way out yes Whoopsie and it would be written do. on toilet paper let's take a let's take a listen to this when you get nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, even diarrhea. Hey, there's Pepto-Bismol. Oh. Nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. Yay, Pepto-Bismol! Nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. Yay, Pepto-Bismol! Nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. Yay, Pepto-Bismol! Now they turn around and show us their butts and start doing the line dance towards the wall and shaking their booty you, in our face. If, if you had diarrhea, that's the opposite of what you'd do. Thank you. If you yeah. did that, then it, it not to be gross, but it'd all come flying out. You, yeah. des- you deserve what you get in that situation. <laughs> now you had another Pepto commercial that you wanted to share with oh, us. Oh, I really was it's excited always, about this one. This one's one. my favorite. Okay, yeah. why do you like why. this one so much? Because... And weird is kind of my thing. Um, <laughs> let's see that. This, um, yeah, it's it's just weird's kind of my thing. I like. Uh, well, I'll talk about why I like it at yeah. the end of it. Okay, it cool. Um, is it worth describing a little bit? Well, yes. What I'll happens describe here? It. So, 
there's this guy. He he looks like he's camping with his friends, and he he like it, it looks like he has diarrhea, presumably because presumably because of camping food. And he walks up to this tree, and the the front of the tree there's like a little like a disguised door that flings open, and there's a little squirrel inside. That looks like he lives in a fridge, and he has like a bunch of or a med- medicine cabinet. Mm-hmm. And there's like and there's like an acorn sitting on top of like a thing of lotion, and it's and he starts talking, and it's really weird. Cool, and it's a it's a shorty, so I'll play it here. Also, astute listeners will notice this is also where our uh, top of the show drop, our shit like this comes from. Which, by the way, you suggested for uh, today's yes, show, I which did. means you're more than a guest; you're an associate producer. So we got to give you an associate producer. I don't have on this to one. produce it, though, do I? No, don't don't <laughs> produce anything. You yes, did, you did it. <laughs> That's right. Don't produce whatever they were producing in that last commercial we saw for certain. You okay? Here's your camp. I know. Here's your camping commercial. <laughs> Many hot dogs are within you. Try Pepto Bismol to go. It's the power of Pepto, but it fits in your okay, pocket. Okay, so he hands now him. Now tell the world, Daniel, of Pepto Bismol. Container of Pepto Bismol that, and he says it fits in your pocket. Yeah, this is instead of the liquid medicine. It's the uh, they're sort of like a the same style of pill or tablet as like a you know a heartburn medication mm-hmm. and that. Yeah. Do you think that they missed an opportunity because it's called Pepto Bismol to go, but it could be like maybe Pepto Bismol to go, so you don't have to go? Oh, that I I guess that could. I mean, this commercial I think is brilliant. Uh, um, but that that could be like a little add-on. Yeah. Do you? What makes it brilliant? Just the the, the talking Just the, squirrel. The, yes. The the squirrel. They picked the perfect animal. They picked the perfect voice. An unexpected voice for an animal. He's kind of a. He's sort of a high tone. Yes. And uh, a, intellectual voice. And you can tell right. from the beginning of the commercial, like the squirrel is like a, it's like a stop motion stuffed squirrel. Mm-hmm. Like it's it looks like a squirrel except it's like you can tell it's not like a live action squirrel. They mm-hmm. they like put like mechanical joints in it. It's almost just janky enough, yeah. right? Like sometimes you don't want yeah. something too realistic because it's it's less fun. Yeah, especially not CGI in a commercial. I hate that. Any <laughs> insight on this, Phyllis? Before we except, move on, except for these Geico commercials we're about to watch. Oh, look at this transition! <laughs> I mean, the bat. Okay, let's just deconstruct this for a second. Now that was a beautiful transition to the next segment. Thank the you. only thing is, we wanted to get Phyllis in here too, yeah. and so you sort of steamrolled her there. Uh, but that's good. I mean, that's a beginner's good. mistake. You're doing great. <laughs> um, I I mean I love a- anything with like an absurd god voice, uh-huh. and that's what that squirrel was. You know, he was like he was kind of a um, like a, you know Obi Wan Kenobi type thing mm-hmm. of like. First of all, I hate camping, um, but the worst would be to get diarrhea while you're camping. But the squirrel is like saying, "Hey, you know, I have these pills. It's actually gonna like resolve your problem," and like then we just presume that it's resolved because you know he's he fine some of the pills they, that's it the squirrel they knows spec- they specified what he had he that he said you have you did you ate too many hot dogs yeah yeah you're full you're full Listen, of hot dogs dude, you're full of it <laughs> yeah. just eat this yeah I, I agree too that it's a good pitch i just got back from camping i really enjoy camping but yeah you don't want 
any kind of intestinal distress happening to you in that no, environment, no, no. Uh, particularly the campsite I was at, it's they're understaffed because of COVID and the, the porta potties and drop pit toilets are not uh, being maintained at the level to which you might hope they are. So, yeah, you really don't want to be uh, spending a lot of time in one of them. And, and you, you, de- you definitely don't want to go poo poo in your sleeping bag. That's, that's another the worst. That's another one. Yeah, that would probably is the worst. Although it's contained. Uh, but no. then someone's mom has to clean it. <laughs> oh, I, I, sorry. I assumed that we were throwing the sleeping bag yeah, away. Yeah, I think you got to toss that one. I don't think it's back from that. Imagine, imagine you, right before you take out the trash, you poop in it. It's like oh. that. Yeah, only it's a very expensive trash bag. Yes, but it smells gross. Yeah. Imagine sleeping in it, too. How would you <laughs> feel about me changing the subject and going on to that Geico commercial? <laughs> that would talking? feel great. Me? I think everybody would. Um, so here's one thing, and I don't want to overly psychoanalyze you, Gus, but um, I feel like there's a bit of a theme with these commercials. Do you know what I'm thinking? Yes, that. They, they they make it clear that they have a theme. It's the Geico sequels. Yes. They they No, I meant in your the the list that oh. you made for us, I feel like Oh, a theme. yes. Um well, they're all weird. You can tell that. It's your thing. Um yes, it is. You noticed. <laughs> There's also kind of a forest creature vibe. Yes, That's what I was getting yes, at. A lot of animals creature. in these. It's a, well, I'm not going to spoil it, but there is one ad that's definitely not like a forest creature. Yeah. Ad. Okay. We'll get to that in a second. Yeah. But um, so this is this weird. I never quite got this campaign. So I, 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 go ahead. I understand go ahead. it. So okay, like, set it up, they're, my boy. They're trying to – the thing with these Geico sequels, I mean, they're obviously trying to sell their product. But, like, the Geico sequels advertisements are their own thing. They have their own website where you can vote for an, uh, what, what characters you want to be in the next Geico sequel commercial – so there are, there's Pinocchio, there's the Gecko, the Geico Gecko, um, and there are these two raccoons that we're about to see. Yeah, and so the I, I understand the interaction that Geico wanted to do, get the audience involved, get voting, but um, for me, they just never really held together. I mean, that just might be my opinion, but I think also part of the problem is I didn't see or experience a lot of the first runs of these so when i saw this commercial which we'll see here in a moment which is a sequel and we have these two raccoons and they they steal a garbage truck and they drive it all over the city i didn't even know who the raccoons it were assumes Did you? you have a um i don't think so it, to, to me the original raccoons one uh were not like they didn't stand out to me in their huge body of like stock care of yeah. characters that they introduced us to. I do think it's interesting, Gus, what you said about it's its own thing. It's like its own brand of entertainment almost. We actually did a show about extended universe commercials like this. And um, it's funny to me, like, now you're not in, you probably don't have a lot of insurance purchasing needs, if I had to guess. Not really. Not really. (laughs) Um, Who covers your bicycle? (laughs) Uh, This, um, well, it's called mom insurance. Oh, I'm familiar with it. Yes, the best kind. <laughs> yeah, it's good. The premiums. So I get the appeal low. of these as a little entertainment, as a little movie, but I do kind of wonder, like, at what point is there a diminishing return on their insurance sales? I it's almost know. like they've forgotten that they do insurance, so, and they're more like, hey, we make fun commercials. Right. Yeah, there's, there, there's actually a commercial for these commercials. It's like, 
it's called it's literally called Geico sequels and it's like in a in a world where everything has a sequel like vote for the new sequel that you want they they, they did an ad for these ads and so these ads are for a company that no one cares about. <laughs> well, I, well, I might argue that point, but I'm going to dial it back no, a I second think that, here. They're really nobody that, cares about Geico. No, that's exactly the point I was they, trying to make. Yeah. People only care about their commercials. Um, so can I dial it back and not play the commercial that was on your list, but actually the what I believe to be the original Geico Raccoon commercial. So okay. the the not prequel. What do you call the thing that's not a oh, prequel I've seen or this a sequel? One. The original, I, I guess. I think, what's, yeah, I did. what's over the text? I saw this when I was like seven. That, so it makes sense that it's the original raccoon commercial. Yeah, so the in this one, you see a couple of raccoons, um, and they have, it's like, it looks like a suburban street. It's oh, nighttime, I recall this one. And they've knocked over a trash can. Now these three raccoon buddies are picking through the garbage and having a feast. Oh, this is awful. Try it. Oh, no, that looks gross. What is that? You gotta try it. It's terrible. I don't want to try it if it's terrible. It's like mango chutney and, and burnt hair. No, thank gross. you. I have a very sensitive palate. Just try it! Guys, I think we should hurry up. If you taste something bad, you want someone else to try it. It's what you do. I can't get the taste out of my mouth. If you want to save 15% or more on car insurance. So it's the, it's what you do commercial. Like, going back to your point, Gus, it's just a skit that has nothing to do with insurance. Yeah. They just got to the point where they say, it's what you do. I don't think that, until the end, which you muted, because <clears> we're talking now, um, the I do feel like you're nagging me a little bit, but it's yeah. fine. I, I want I'm you not to know doing that it's it on fine. purpose, okay? This okay. is my first time. Don't be, don't be hard. This, the, the, he really wants to earn that associate producer credit. <laughs> He's got it. They He's just, got it. all their, okay, let me start over. Okay, no problem. I'll stop. So, <laughs> so um, the, uh, until the end, I don't think they even talked about the insurance, except for like, they, they did like a super fast part where they're like, so. Uh, um, 15, 15 minutes or less can save you 15% or more on cartridge. Mm-hmm. And, and then, and then they skip back to the end of the skit. Yep. It's like, yep. they don't, they don't care. They mm-hmm. just do the commercials for laughs. Yeah. But the fact that you can recite. That's how, that was yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. Frankly. Like, that's exactly, that's, that's what they're going for. Like, you're entertained yeah, enough yeah. to actually be excited when you see the Geico logo. Like, oh, they did another one. And then. Yeah. It's like your brain gets that little like jolt out of like, oh, the pivot they make to 15 minutes will save you 15% or more in your car insurance. Like, like I'm not in the market for insurance and I know it too for the same reason that you do of just like being entertained by their commercials for years. And what they're probably banking on is that you will still know that when you're an adult. You're very wise. You, you're like the Yoda <laughs> with commercials. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> these, these two are Jedi Knights. <laughs> We're getting there. We're getting They're there. They're amazing. Um, so, okay, so I'm now going to play the actual commercial that you suggested, which is, again, it's a sequel. In this, we the raccoons are back. Baby, and this time they have stolen a garbage truck. In fact, we it, even it, see. I love this. It Go opens ahead. up with what your the voices you hear first are two garbage uh, collectors walking to fu- walking Ooh. up, having a conversation as they walk back to their truck. Before you start this, mm-hmm. 
um, this could actually lead into a Pepto-Bismol commercial. Because yeah. you can see, they just got, like, two little donuts from a donut stand in the middle of the night and two coffee cups from what looks like a Starbucks. So yeah. And they drive a garbage truck. Yeah, they drive so a garbage truck. this could lead into a Pepto-Bismol commercial. How much do you think... Maybe it's super early morning because that is yeah. when the, the garbage pickup would be. Because I was going to say, how many people are coming to this coffee truck in the middle of the night? I don't so know. It must maybe be a... people who have late shifts. Yeah, okay. Late shifts. All right, so let's take a listen to this. He's a systems quarterback. Where's the truck? What? Parked it right there. What did I tell you, boys? Tonight we eat like king. <laughs> You're a genius, Gordon. Brake? Hit the brake. Uh, which one's the brake? Stop! Stop! What's happening? What? There's a half a cheesesteak back there! With GEICO, the savings keep on going. Just like this sequel. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. I got the cheesesteak! Am I wrong, or is one of those raccoons basically doing Bradley Cooper as Rocket from... Wow, it does sound like it. Guardians of the Galaxy. It does sound like it. I I just realized what their whole pitch is with the GEICO sequels. Hmm. At the end of every sequel, they say... With Geico, the savings keep on going, just like this sequel. Mm -hmm. Because every time they produce a new commercial, it's like it either has to do with the gecko, Pinocchio, or these raccoons, usually. And it's just... And and because they keep coming out, it makes sense that they they associate it with how much they help you save. Yeah, Geico always has a way of uh, sort of a... A campaign that is built around a turn of phrase that gets them to their pitch line, yeah. whatever that is. Smart. This next commercial is for a product that I'd never heard of before. Oh, it's this, a candy. Yes, it's it's they they're famous for their gummy worms, but okay. they're mas- they're mostly just like they're 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 for the most part they're just a normal candy company, but with their weird commercials, they seem like they're more like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory mm. level weird. The, the, the brand yeah. is Trolley. 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 Okay, things are already starting to make more sense, I think. Because actually, something, something about these commercials is every in every commercial, now, the, the main character in this one looks more like a Groot. But, yes, um, very much but so. In every commercial, they have a new troll mm-hmm. who like opens up a, up a bag of trolleys and it's like magic comes out or whatever. I was not getting the troll connection because I saw this character as a Groot type of character as well. It, it's a very short commercial, but it's very weird. It's going to take us forever yes, to try to describe so this. Weird. It, we're in some sort of sylvan, weird than me. dark setting, um, and you have this tree creature. Maybe it's even an Ent if you're into the Loader universe. Yeah, maybe. Well, he has like arms and legs. And oh, and Ents don't have yeah, that. It's yeah, a, it's a real Groot like. It's figure. a real Groot, but but. Mangled. The eyes. eyes are in the wrong place. It's kind of scary His, and janky he has looking. Only one tooth. He's sitting, and this is one of the things that sitting I find. Sitting on a log. He's sitting on a log. Yes. Oh, 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 yeah. geez. He's sitting on a corpse. Oh, He's sitting geez. on a corpse. He's like a combination between Groot and the Crypt Keeper. Yes. That, right. That's, I just realized that that is messed up. This and, is. And, yeah. his, and his, like, catacomb, if you want to call it that, I is do. made of sticks. Yes, and it's like which would be like the equivalent of me sitting in a in a catacomb made of uh, human arms. bones. Yes, <laughs> like, you're right. It's like it's like if you trans transformed this into, um, into a into like human form. Not only would he be a naked man, 
mm-hmm. his his house would be made of made of human severed limbs. So would we all He'd prefer? He'd be sitting on a dead body, and the wor- the gummy worms would be like earthworms. Yes. Would we all prefer this if he was sitting in a uh, in a house? made of humans since that would be the obvious oh, analog I, wow, I guess <laughs> actually I'd prefer this yeah I mean I could have used mm. bricks but okay so he's <laughs> he's like I don't know why everybody's gonna be so dark so okay so this weird ass creature is sitting on a, a log a felled brethren maybe and again Ugh. this happens all so quickly it's a 15 second commercial opens up a bag of trolley gummy worms in this case yes, right yes well could I describe the... Please. Okay. So once he opens it up, you can see like there's like a faint orange light coming out of it that's spilling out into the room with the little light that it has. And there's once once it zooms in on inside the, the trolley bag, there are gummy worms with faces dancing back and forth. And um, it's... And it's... It, it looks like Candyland, but mm-hmm. everything's a gummy. Like, there's no, nothing else. There's just gummies. And the gummy worms are singing. Um, like, well, you'll see what we'll they hear sing. It. Yeah. And, but also, there's something weird that happens before we see this whole, like, universe that lives inside this trolley's bag. He sticks his hand in or maybe near it, I think. Oh, and yes, some of the yes. worms come out and, like, kind of cling to his hand. Well, in they a eat off his yeah, fingers. It's, it's creepy. They eat his yeah, fingers? Yeah, they, they eat his fingers off and they... they <gasps> In, in, in the songs, in the song that the trolley worms are singing, they're like, "Welcome to our land. Sorry about your hand." Oh, and it's God, like, and, the, and then, and then, <laughs> and then, and then, the, it's very subtle. You here, you can play the commercial. Okay. I'll, okay, I'll you ready for this? Okay, we'll just play the I'll whole thing. It it's it fifteen seconds, um, so it'll go by quickly. Here we go. We're, we're zooming in yeah. on our Groot-like creature in his catacomb. Of dead brethren. Okay, so one of them, it's hard to see. Trolley. And then it's hard to see, but one of the gummy worms, while we're in that little magic mm-hmm. candy land, one of the gummy worms bites off one of the other gummy worms' heads. Oh, like, no. Eats it. Let's watch this again and let's like let the so audio I'm gonna let the audio up. play. Let's see here. See oh, yeah. right there. It's crazy. <laughs> and then they all jump they jump out of the bag, they splatter all over his face, and then at the very end, our he, creature gives a smile. Like well, they started eating well, one, off his face. One, one of them oh, is that one, one of them fell in no. One of them fell well maybe, but one of them fell into his mouth. Yes. See, and then he's like and then he's like oh, he's that's like why possessed his face. sorta. And he's like he's like He's like he he can't get enough of it now. So I have, I have a question for Phyllis. Um, Phyllis, it's dark. Why is your son so weird? <laughs> His father. It's a nicely trait. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, anything else that either one of you want to say about this, or all three of you, before we move on? I've seen that one in the wild, Gus, and it had sort of just come and gone without me really paying attention to I've it so i've seen it like once before so i really appreciate that you were able that you showed it to me like in more detail because there's a lot of interesting stuff going on great yeah. great catch about it's the crazy. worm eating That's, the other worm i've seen other yeah it's dark as heck and it's like it's, <sighs> Can I it's ask like you? there's it, that's 
I've seen I've seen like one maybe one other trolley. We can watch another trolley commercial if we want, but th- that I'm pretty sure is the darkest trolley commercial <laughs> I've ever seen. Especially the the worm that literally eats his a bite out of his friend's head. Think about this. It also could be the same worm because worms, if you cut them in half, right? Don't they just yeah, kind of they, yeah. regenerate? Maybe it's eating itself because Think they, about that. Yeah. yeah. Just added that to your nightmares. Gross. Um, let me ask you a question, a more broad question, Gus. Um, how do you see commercials these days? Like, would you come across these on television or in some sort of social media feed? Well, let's see. How do I come across them? Usually Hulu because that's one of the only things that I watch besides YouTube mm-hmm. that has commercials in it. Um, but I, don't, I have YouTube kids, so it's, like, different. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, but how I look at them, it's, like, usually with car commercials for the most part, it's, like, with car commercials, it's, like, all they talk about is, like, there's usually, like, a manly voice on who's, like, um, with this lease, you can you can ride the countryside or whatever, and then and then they transition. Sometimes they transition to a new voice that's like deals, deals, deals. Right, <laughs> right. And it's like, oh, what is this? But but with commercials like that Pepto Bismol commercial and the Geico, that it's like just janky enough and like just it's funny and it's like just charming enough that it's like, oh, I want this now. Do you hate commercials? Or you always hear people say, "I hate commercials." No, I don't. I don't I'm hate them. I'm fine either. with them. I mean, my dad is like, "Oh, I don't want to have to watch this on Hulu. Can we find it on Amazon or Netflix or whatever?" And it's like, "I'm fine. I'm fine with commercials, dude." Have you ever let's watch Space Captain or whatever? Have you ever seen a commercial that made you want the thing in it, either to go yeah. either to ask oh. for it or to get it yourself? Yes, actually, it. Uh, the commercial that made me feel like that the most was actually from TBTL, another podcast that Andrew does. Mm-hmm. And it was, heard of it. I don't need this product at all. And, <laughs> and I and, love it and, so far. <laughs> I don't, I don't need it at all. And it's like, I don't, I don't feel like I need it at all. But in the moment I was I was listening to a bidet commercial that, <laughs> that Luke was doing, and I was like, "He's making it sound so good." Mm-hmm. You save toilet paper. It cleans you better than toilet paper. It's only like seventy-five dollars or whatever, and then and it's like. It's awesome sounding. And you, uh, we're only, talking about this before the, the show. Ten year old who wants a bidet. It's, well, it's because I heard that awesome, <laughs> awesome commercial that Luke did. By the way, um, Gus and I were talking about this before the show. Aviv, you weren't in the room, but you said that you did ask your dad, like, "Hey, can we get one of these bidets?" Right? No. Did I you t- not? Oh, I, I well, misunderstood. I half did. I, I was oh. like, okay, so I was listening to this TVTL thing, and it was like. He was talking about a bidet, and I wanted it so bad, and I kind of still do. And it's like it was kind of like that, but but we were just talking about it for okay. the most part. You, your dad was not was into it? the idea, or he was. I'm not sure. Okay, he, he, gotcha. He, well, he was talking about, oh, it's got it. It sounds like it's got good price on it, or whatever. Oh, so, okay. Well, that's good to know. I thought he was oh, shutting it down. Oh, this. Do you want to talk about this commercial. other one? Yes. So, um, I'm just changing the subject because I just sort of feel like, and again, I don't. I realize I'm teasing a little bit hard, and I don't mean to, but I just sort of feel like you're in my house. I've given you water. We've 
<laughs> been playing games in the afternoon. Just feel like you could have picked an ad that I did on TBTL, <laughs> you know, oh. like you know, because Luke sorry. will read his, I'll read mine. Yeah, it's fine. He's a talented guy. Just, oh, I'm so sorry it about been, that. It just would have been nice to hear. It's, I'm so you sorry. You refuse to about do it. the bidet ads. That is true. Genevieve's mad. From at now me. Do you on, know I'll make everything about you. Can Thanks I tell you guys? A thank you. I appreciate it. That's all I wanted to hear. Uh, this is a true story, though. So, um, this is the way it often will work for those commercials that we do on TBTL and other various podcasts. Is they often will want some sort of legitimate uh, user experience or what they call PE, personal experience, by us, the people who are reading the ad, right? And um, in a lot of cases, that is exactly what we do. Like, I'm just looking across the way at my Theragun, which is not a gun. It's a personal therapeutic device. They'll oh. want you to know. And I love that thing. Oh, and they what that is. Yeah, and so they sent us one and we used it and we loved it. And so now I can oh, go on the cool. podcast and say, yeah, we use it. It's great. And you should try one too. Um, and and then uh, the email came in, you know, whatever, a year ago that said, hey, uh, what about this bidet device? Do you guys want to advertise that? And I said, no, I don't want one of them. And um, I don't want to talk about that. And Luke's like, are you kidding me? This is all I talk about anyway. And this is all I want out of life. So I uh, I don't, I wouldn't say it's all he wants out of life. But he was very excited about it. I was like, no, I'm not, I, I don't want one. And so I just kind of bowed out. And Genevieve, you remain angry at me. I was, I was and remain very angry about about it. You wanted one. And you I have, have often have been one. helped you out on, on product endorsements yes. where it's a thing that I use like a you know, a cosmetic thing or a skin treatment or something. Yeah, Everlane. Everlane. You've waited on those. Um, so, yeah, I was livid. Yes, so my apologies <laughs> to you and everybody <laughs> involved. <laughs> um, okay, one last commercial here, um, at least uh, from Gus's list, yeah. but we have a couple that we want to play too. But... Um, uh, do you want to set this one up? This is a Skittles commercial. I think it maybe has yes. come up on the pod yeah, before. It's a, yeah, it's a Skittles commercial. It's So if I can remember this one right, it's a... So it looks like it's some sort of tropical island, maybe off the coast of Cuba or Jamaica or something. And it's like... So there's a giraffe, like, and its neck is just long enough to reach up to a, a rainbow, a physical rainbow... That's that's floating over the island, and it's taking big bites out of it. And there's a guy on a stool right below the the giraffe who's actually milking it. I don't know if giraffes have udders, but he's <laughs> milking it of Skittles that is supposedly like this might be like a magic giraffe or something. But <laughs> it's it. So the giraffe takes a bite out of a Skittle. I mean the the rainbow it goes down his magical digestive tract filled with gnomes come comes out its um udder i guess and the the guy milks it into a bucket and at the end he like takes a bite out of one and he's this and he it's laughs, weird. right? Yeah, and he laughs. Throws it's his creepy. Head back. Yeah. It's crap. It's kind of creepy at the end. Yeah, no, it's they're all weird. Skittle. That's your thing. Yeah, that's, that's this is saying. really on brand so, for Skittles. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I like this one. Yeah, Very let's, weird. Let's take a quick listen. Again, this is another shorty. This is 15 seconds long. Mm. Takes a bite. <laughs> 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 
Discover the rainbow. Oh yeah, and he Taste does have a beatbox. You see, he's got a little boombox there that he that he turns on at the end. Um, can oh, I Skittles say? Skittles look so good. I will say that uh, this commercial a is weird. Full of Skittles. And this kind of oh, goes to my really, put it in my vein. My really tired <laughs> M and M's thing, saying that like I think a big thing of M and M's for me is hearing him clink around in a bowl. Seeing, the, I mean, this whole thing is weird, so and good. the idea of Skittles coming out of a draft does not appeal to me. But seeing this tin pouring it into a huge tin bucket, it's like. Oh, I, I want to eat Skittles that at the bad. movies. Yeah, Phyllis, this working for you? Yeah, and it's funny too how they really, to me anyway. I mean, I'm a total city kid, but like they seem to really nail the rhythm mm-hmm. of like milking a teat. Yeah. <laughs> have either have you either of you ever milked a cow? I haven't. Have um, I've milked a fake cow. It's kind of <laughs> weird. No, let me explain myself. Okay. okay. I think was, you better. It was it was at the zoo. Okay. It was at the zoo. It was in the farm exhibit, okay, where there are, like, sheep and there's, like, one or two cows and a donkey and stuff like that. I don't think they have chickens. But um, uh, um, in the cow exhibit, um, they had, like a, like, a fake doll. Like a – no, not a doll. Like a sculpture that, mm-hmm. that's, like, made out of – like either a hard plastic or painted metal or something and on the bottom is like a a thick thick rubber udder and you can like and there's like a bucket bolted to the ground under it and you can like what did it feel like to feel weird it uh, it definitely doesn't feel like a real cow udder um but it's like it's like super thick rubber that that if you pull hard enough it can like go like that I used to uh, milk cows. I went to a farm mm-hmm. summer camp that had those like on a farm. So there you could like one of the chores you could do was milking the couple of cows that they had on the farm. And it's you you really need a lot of hand strength. So I bet that the even if the rubber didn't necessarily feel like a real udder, I bet it mirrored the amount of actual hand strength on the teat. Yeah, prob- it probably did. I mean, it's I mean, if you see, like, on TV, if someone's, like, a farmer and they're, like, milking a cow or something, the, the, the udder looks, it looks like a, it doesn't look hard to do. It, it looks very easy and soft to, to, mm-hmm. to, to just milk it. But it, it it might not be. Maybe that's why they have robots do it now. Yeah, that might that's be one. Of, might be one of the reasons. Also, it's, labor costs probably. <laughs> it's it's funny because even though we read accurately, I believe that that he's milking a giraffe. I don't think we ever see an udder. No, right? we don't. Or, no, no, it's no. out of sight. Could we see it again? I, I want to. I want to see. It. Yeah, there. I, but um, but yeah, no. I think Phyllis is right on this. We never actually like see this. That'd be like just even slightly. I think maybe. I don't know if gruesome is the right word. Oh yeah, he, he, his body is blocking the yeah. view. Yeah. So so the actor's probably just doing this underneath it, some yeah. random giraffe. Real uh real thing here though is I there's a very very real possibility I will be going across the street to the drugstore buying Skittles later. Nice. So that one. Yeah, that right. I, I want to do that too. Uh we don't I, have I'm going to ask them, do you have a giraffe for sale? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> hey, why buy why buy, buy the, Skittles? the Skittles? Wait, no. Why like, buy the draft when you get the Skittles yeah, for free? Yeah, like, <laughs> what, what, what? 
why buy why buy milk if you can buy a cow instead? That's right. Okay, so we don't have tons of time here, so I'm gonna um, uh, step on the gas here a little bit. Vives, um, these were a couple of commercials that you picked out to share with Gus, right? Should we start with the cat food one? Sure. This one was just uh, something that I thought was interesting from a parent and child perspective, and since we happen to have a parent and child with us, uh, I'd like to hear what you have to say. Uh, I will set this up for you. Um, you have a, um, you know sort of normal looking white woman sitting in a in her living room she has uh, a magazine or a book in her hand that she's reading she looks like she's relaxed and sitting on her shoulder is her is her cat a very fluffy looking cat very by the fluffy way i'd cat. love to pet that cat and then she hears from upstairs her kid calling mom yeah i fell okay there's bandages in the cabinet i'm bleeding grab two and then at the end, uh, we see the slogan, you'll do anything for them. And she's feeding her her cat, her beloved cat, um, a little morsel of Sheba cat food. And I do. I want to say that there's some pretty subtle but good acting in this because, like, she's smiling with the cat. But every time the, the kid talks, she kind of rolls her eyes yes. a little bit. She's like, grab but two. She, and she, she rolls she, her eyes. No, but she keeps the same straight smile. And, and it's it's not like a big smile, like a like it might be a fake smile. It's just that her her face is like edged up, sort of. Mm-hmm. See, see, she loves see? that cat. And she then, loves then, that cat. Yeah, it's probably because of the cat snuggling her, and and she's like unfazed by the kid, like. I, I'm bleeding. Ah. So, and she's like, just grab two band-aids. Jeez. So the point is, obviously, <laughs> she loves her cat. I mean, in this moment, she seems to care for her cat more than her kid. Yeah, probably. And and when they say you'll do anything for them, it's not clear if she's talking about the cat or the kid. Oh, I think oh, it is clear. I think it's pretty clear. <laughs> oh, it's probably the cat. It's yeah. Cat. It's probably the cat. Do, Phyllis, I'm curious what you think about this because it's like, it's such a sort of like, bold take on parenting yeah absolutely i think what i mean what was kind of neat for me was when i watched this with gus um he was like i don't get it (laughs) which was funny because i think that it's accurate that like if 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 he's able to say i fell i'm bleeding he is also able to get band-aids and can procure the correct amount i mean when i was littler i couldn't i couldn't really do that that much but like but um now, I guess I guess if I scraped myself, I could get a Band-Aid, but why I didn't understand this is because you guys usually point out what's wrong with commercials, mm. and um, I was like, that this, true? this seems like a, f- I, I mean, that's what I noticed, um, hmm. but t- when, when, when my mom said that you guys wanted m- me to watch this before the show, it was like, I was like, what's wrong with it? Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Um, I think it to me it it's part of a, a larger trend that I'm seeing with commercials, particularly around things like uh, Kraft Mac and cheese and um, a lot of those like and Campbell's soup, sort of like. And I think there's a diaper commercial where <laughs> the idea is that like parent, you know, it's it's parenting with the gloves off or there are no rose colored glasses, and this idea that we, you know, as parents, uh, you know, it's okay to like let your kid figure it out sometimes and. I thought it, I think it's interesting the sort of real real life take that a number of products are taking. I think it's interesting to see it with cat food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I thought that was good, and I thought it was also clever that she was like get two, and then the 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 cool thing about the cat food product is it's it's the size of it's like a wet food 
um, you know, like amount, but you can snap it in two so you're not opening a whole can. Mm-hmm. Um, which I know is a thing when you're feeding cats, um, you know, to have to decide like, okay, I'm not going to feed the whole can right now, so I'll do half and I'll put the other half in the fridge. But then the cat might not like it later because it doesn't taste fresh. So I hope the cat eats it and da da da. And this is Sheba has like a, an image of kind of being a luxury brand mm-hmm. for right. cat food. So you're it's pampering kind of like the, the cat. Yeah, you're pampering the cat while you're telling the kid, eh, get two band aids. <laughs> but you also know the kid is fine because the kid is just like, but I fell, but blah, blah, blah. And the, you can tell by the age that you can probably guess that the kid is and that the mom is like unconcerned and that the kid is articulating themselves and not sounding upset that like they can fend for themselves. But like, you know, you got to give your cat a little, you know, you got to hook them up. The, the food looks like the Kit Kats of mm. cat food. Yes, or it reminds me a little bit of like a... Um, snap it in half and eat the a, other half later. A, a luxury commercial or a luxury good that is aimed at women like uh, maybe like a, a special treat in the middle of the day, like a chocolate commercial or a even... A Dove bar or, or something. Or even, this is maybe a stretch, but even like a little yogurt, like something about the packaging is like yogurt and sometimes they'll... Some of the yogurt commercials will will really lean into the like the, the silky goodness of it or yeah. what have you. Yeah. Anyway, but Chobani likes to do that. Yeah, it's like, ooh, look at this smooth, delicious berry flavored mm-hmm. yogurt. I'm not really into yogurt, <laughs> so I don't get it. I don't eat cat food either, so whatever. <laughs> berry flavored? What are you doing with berries? Um, okay, one last commercial before we get to the ad council, and this is a bit of an epic commercial. It's uh, 90 epic. seconds long. I assume it did air on TV because I saw that it was uh, it won like a Clio shortlist award, whatever that means. I don't really Looks know. It's pretty old. It is. It's from uh, 2010 yes. because it won the award in 2011, and it's for Gushers. It's another candy. And Genevieve, this is your mess. Why don't you explain this? Can you explain it? I can't explain it, but I have to. I had to have a kid look at this. Okay. Um, candy yeah. commercials, as we've discussed in in other contexts today, are just super weird. And apparently, there's yeah. there's no amount of weirdness and body horror even that a candy uh, commercial will not sink to. So this is a commercial. It's really more of like a mini movie, like a ninety second movie. Uh, the life story of a boy named Todd. Um, who has a gusher, which apparently is a kind of candy that has some yeah, liquid like, in it. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a, if you, it's like a, it's like a, it's ca- let me start over. It's like a gobstopper sort of, except it's like filled with like, like sweet or sour goo on the inside. That's mm-hmm. kind of like liquid. Mm-hmm. And so, so you bite it and it, it sort of if like. You, if you, if you bite it, which I don't recommend or suck on it for long enough, there's like like the the sweet juice comes out. The sweet sweet, the sweet juice. Sweet sweet, sweet, sweet juice. juice. <laughs> of so this so is the light. This is going to be so hard to explain. Well, it's so long and there's a lot of visuals. It's long and there's a lot of characters, but it's essentially the life story of a boy named Todd who was born with a gusher for an eye and every time he presses on his eye, blue goo comes squirting out and lands in the mouths of his many grateful friends and family. And it begins on a track. So weird. So here's how it unfolds. Um, We see um, a girl, I don't know, sixth grade or something, like kind of grumpily doing her homework uh, next to a school track uh, on the bleachers. And there's another boy standing next to the track. And then on the track itself, Todd goes running by really quickly. We don't even see his eye. We don't know there's anything special about him. 
but there are some cheerleaders nearby, and they're cheering Todd on while he's just, like, running around the yeah. track by himself. So the little boy who's seeing this, witnessing this, turns to the girl on the bleachers and says, who is that guy? Why is everybody cheering him on? So that we're probably going to have to pause from time to time because she decides to tell Todd's story in song. Who's that guy? You don't know? His name is Todd, he's a real cool guy Born with a gusher for an eye Baby birds and all the cool clicks He squirts himself when he needs a fix When he's your BFF, snacking's always fun He once fed a tour bus from Wisconsin So we've seen all these scenes, he's feeding (laughs) birds with his gusher eye Right now he's walking down a tour bus just like squirting left and right, left and right, as people are waiting for their turn to eat the goo that comes out of his uh, eye. And, yeah. the, and there's the and and he's walking by two kids who were pres- who we we're supposed to presume are like two cool kids from school. He squirts them in the mouth without warning. Yes. With his yeah. with his with his disgusting blue goop. Yep. <laughs> and they're like, oh thanks. Right. And, and they're they're, and then, they're and then, smiling and, and they're he, happy. And then he looks up, squirts it up, and then it lands back in his own mouth. Yeah, he takes a fix for himself. <laughs> Why not? So now we're about to end this phase of the commercial. We're about thirty seconds in. The song's about to wrap up. Um, and the kid who asked the question is going to turn to the girl who is singing him the song because he's got a follow-up question. He's Todd. I don't get it. What don't you get? Is the gusher on his eye, or did he tape it to his face? Now there's another kid who walks up, kind of a science kid who's holding a science project. Or No, man. He was born with it. He was born with a gusher for an eye. Remember? Yeah, but... Todd came into this world with ten fingers and toes. A big blue gusher where an eye usually goes. Ew! Todd bumped his head or didn't land on his feet. It wasn't too bad because Dad got a treat. So we're seeing in flashbacks now he's a toddler and he fell off the teeter-totter. And now he's crying, but of course, one of his eyes, he's crying this blue goo. And the dad is wiping the blue goo off of his toddler son's face and eating it, and but surreptitiously. And, and when, when apparently it gets weaker and weaker as he grows up, because when he was apparently in the hospital as a newborn, his, his mom is holding him, but then like a jet, like a geyser oh, yeah. terrible. of blue goop comes... Like it's almost as if he's barfing it. It's yeah. It's just uh, I mean, like worse. Sprays yeah. like a like a power hose. Yes. The commercial on makes, his mom's face. The commercial makes no attempt to pretty this up at all. No, yes, I, I it would is say it's the like, opposite. It's, it's like extremely okay, this, you know this visceral. Kid, this kid, this kid's dad was a gusher, and his mom is a human. Okay, his eye is gross, and he feeds people with it. So now, we're. 
two thirds of the way through this thing. What's going to happen Act now three. is welcome back. Yes, three. and it actually is that you see that this divided up almost exactly in thirty second clips. So um, we're going to hear the end of this flashback again, where he's a toddler and he falls and he's crying, and his dad is like kind of. He, that's a, another disturbing thing about this. It's not like mom and dad are like, "Yay, the kid's crying again. We're going to eat his eye goo." It's kind of like the dad knows it's wrong. Yeah, he's like stooping he's like, in the like, yard. He's like, it's like someone like trying to nick someone from something from someone's house or something and trying to get away quick he's like he's like the kid's eyes are closed for a brief moment while he's crying and then dad while he's leaning over and holding him he wipes his hand across his face like it's almost like he's slapping him it's like whoop and eats it now the song is going to take us into the future with some speculation where um the girl sings that maybe someday he'll grow up to be a doctor but we see that that situation isn't going to work out well because as an adult doctor this kid with the gusher for an eye is talking to another doctor starts laughing oh and at this point in his life he's tried to wear an eye patch to cover it up but then he starts laughing and we get another geyser full of blue goo he apparently can't control it and it shoots all over his doctor colleague, which I don't understand why. I think it's his boss because it's like it didn't work out because his gusher sprayed this dude. He looks very upset about it. They they all do, everybody involved. But <laughs> wouldn't this affect his job no matter what it was? Like why yeah. is it why is it specifically yeah, like, not, did he not conducive them, to the medical like, world? Did he not tell them that he has a gusher for an eye? It's like on his resume, it's like has an eye patch or something. Yeah, well, you get into some ADA stuff with that. But anyway, <laughs> let's let's take a listen to this. Because Dad got a treat. They say when he grows up, he could be a surgeon. By then, oh. it probably won't be as much fun oh. for Todd. There we go. Back to the schoolyard here. Yeah, I can see how that could get weird, right? Okay, and it ends with we okay, see that's a, the most disturbing. Oh, by far. <laughs> we see a whole group of uh, kids outside of the school. I'm going to say there's like 20 to 30 of them out there. And um, we see them from afar. We just see a geyser of blue goo shooting directly up in the air. We later learn that he's kind of in a crowd surfing position. They're hoisting him up on his back, and he's just shooting blue just goo. raining goo down on them. And they're all just so excited because their Disgusting. mouths are open. Have it. How, how does he do that? It's like it's like an overpowered gland or something. It's, it's got worse, <laughs> it's, apparently. It so does is, get worse. Is he this enticing? Produce, he can produce more more um more goo than there is um water in his body. Does it make you want a gusher for real? Yes and no. <laughs> I mean, I can tell it's like okay, they're making a point that this stuff has delicious or awful goop in it. Either way, I want to try it. Mm-hmm. And you have tried it before, right? No. You Oh, you haven't. I've, you were just describing a, a product before. Okay. I've had a product that's called... Um, it's ma- My mom got it in Chinatown. It's like this... It's like this super strong lemon candy that has like... Like sour lemon candy juice in the middle. Mm-hmm. And it's so good. Yeah. yeah. Um, so one thing that I, I asked you earlier, Genevieve asked you earlier, is um, 
if seeing a commercial ever makes you want to get a product, right? And you told that story about how great Luke is. Um, <laughs> and, um, oh, no, you're great, no, no. <laughs> I, I was thinking about, like, how I would answer that myself. And I'll say, Phyllis, we both have a, a – we share a love of Arby's, right? Are you out yeah. of the closet on that? Can we talk yeah, about that? Absolutely. We love Arby's. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I do not – always li- have the meat. I don't like Arby's commercials. I really hate the we have the meats uh, catchphrase. I don't like the kind of overmanliness of it. Like, what there's a meats? lot I don't like about it. But I love – Arby's itself mm-hmm. and my point is sometimes it doesn't even matter if I like the commercial or not at a certain point it's like if I already if I've already had this thing and I know I know it it's just reminding me that it exists yeah. and you remember that time I texted you <laughs> like in the middle of an afternoon I'm like we got to get Arby's right now you're yeah. like no I have a family and I was like well I just saw a commercial Phyllis so I'm gonna go get some Arby's with a lot of fast food restaurant commercials, like big chains, especially with McDonald's, they usually show like a family sitting around a table, like enjoying their fries or something. It's like, what are you trying to prove? Mm-hmm. Yeah, come are you on. Trying we... to prove that this one kid likes fries. We know you're sitting in your <laughs> yeah, car you're by yourself. Yeah, you're shame eating in your <laughs> car. <laughs> you liars. <laughs> right. Phyllis, actually, I'll, I will turn it's that question. Like, it's like usually they show people with like. With like fantastic bodies, like they're no, in that's great that's shape. It's like I got I got thin because of McDonald's. Is there a commercial that really like triggers you, yes. Phyllis, in a good way that makes you wanna? <laughs> I, was, I thought you were talking to me about the McDonald's thing with the. No, what are you talking until, about? Until you said the word Phyllis. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how you know. Yeah. I was going to say, Phyllis, is there a commercial, though, or like a product that you see a commercial for it and you are overwhelmed that you want that thing? Oh, God. Putting you on the spot. Yeah, you know, I mean, for sure, uh, you know, so we're a Taco Time family. We oh, love yeah. Taco Time. You, and you're <laughs> literally are. a Taco Time family, <laughs> right? Are. You have connections. We are of Taco Time, yes. And... um. If I see a Taco Bell commercial, I want Taco Time. Ah, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. I think I have stuff like that, too, yeah. where I might not have the brand affinity, but you put the idea of that product. Sure. And pizza, yep. I think, might be like that. It's like if you yep. see a Taco Bell, it's like, ooh, this place has tacos, but I know a place who can do it better. Yeah. That's right. And then I want my Chris Habanero burrito, man. By <laughs> the way, Taco time. they're just tater tots. I just want to throw <laughs> that no. out there. They're Everybody's talking at me I don't hear words saying Only the echoes of my mind All right. We have a lot of ad counts. I don't think we're going to get to it all today. But um, let me... Can I go on a little tear here, guys? Yes. Actually, yeah, Phyllis, I want you here for this because okay. this is a uh, this is a, a, a Northwest connection here, or we will Yay. get to it. Um, I don't think this goes back to your youth, but let me let me before we get to the Northwest, let's actually back up and start in New England. That's how the story unfolds. Hmm. This is something that Chris posted to the Facebook page. It says every damn summer for nearly a decade, the Subaru dealers of New England plays this incredibly cheesy jingle on a local TV station incessantly but it doesn't exist outside of new england to my knowledge okay i'm going to pause here in his uh in his post and i'm going to play this for you this is the subaru all-wheel drive away tv commercial it's gonna be a subaru summer the feeling is coming on strong all summer long the 
Subaru Summer all-wheel drive-away is going on now. Drive away in the all-new three-row Subaru Ascent, starting at only $31,995, or a lease for only $339 per month. It's gonna be a Subaru Summer. It's gonna be a Subaru Summer. See, really? See, I'm getting into it. This happens a lot. So I see, I see a commercial. It's to most people, it looks like a very ordinary commercial, like this this family of fours having fun in their Subaru, and but 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 sometimes it's like it's like you see it, I see it at least, and I think that is one of the whitest commercials I've ever seen. It is a very it's white like, commercial. Yeah, every single person's a white person, but I've seen one that's more because there's a. We don't have to play it for sure, but there's a there's a commercial for like it's it's Febreze Febreze. Oh yeah, you know that you know that company. It's Nose like, blindness. Yes. Um. <laughs> yeah. And um. Th- there's a commercial where it's like so. There's a mom in the kitchen, of course. The mom in the kitchen, and she, I love she, this woke kid. Yeah. She, the, the mom's in the kitchen, of course, and she's got this can of spray Febreze. Which, if it if it came if it comes out in one big stream that never stops, it's toxic. But um, because of the chemicals. But she's spraying it around in a circle, just jumping around like it's Candyland, and and her kids are just staring at her like creeps. And the and one of them leans over to the other one and says, "She's doing it again." And 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 she's just like meaning having too much fun with yes, her air freshener. Yeah, and and they're like Febreze, Febreze makes your air fresh and traps toxic chemicals, while others just cover it up. And it's like, what's the difference? But the main thing is that not only are all the characters white, not only is their entire house white, but it's almost as if they're wearing makeup that makes them look more white. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be surprised to hear that is not Chris's point with this post. Chris, Chris was focusing Chris a little bit more on the music here, which, by the way, I think is a jam. And maybe that uh, betrays my whiteness a little bit, but I will own up to that. I think that Subaru su- summer song is is fun yeah. and flirty and catchy. Um, but Chris says now I'm, a summery wa- vibe. I'm wondering if other regional car dealer associations have their own bad jingles, too. Is there a bad country jingle about Ford trucks in Texas? A bad kid rock ripoff about Chevys in Michigan? Mm. Well, Chris, <laughs> what if I told you, my friend, that there is actually a bad country jingle about Fords and Chevys here in the Northwest? In fact, it's very specifically a Northwest company. Do you know what I'm talking about? Phyllis P. Fletcher. Uh, Fords and Chevys? I think it's maybe more of a commercial radio thing, although there oh. are some TV commercials that I'll play for you here. It's a company uh, outside of Seattle called Evergreen Chevrolet. Of course, we're in the Evergreen Oh, state. I don't know them. No. And I, they play on Cairo all okay. the time, the radio station I used to work on. Uh-huh. So that's why I'm so familiar with it. And it's a full country western song Mm -hmm. that was developed by a local country western artist named Aaron Crawford. Okay. And he wrote a whole song for them, but they only use the part of the jingle that goes, give me evergreen until I die. (laughs) 
and they lean on the die forever. So wait, which he is wrote, just so he wrote weird. a whole song for them on spec, and then they used like a snippet of it. No, he wrote it. F- I think that it was a partnership. So okay. here, I'm going to play for you one of these commercials. This is the Evergreen Chevrolet commercial that airs, and this is relatively new. This was from um, this was developed, I believe, back in 2017 or 2018. This mostly is going to be a regular 30-second commercial. You'll hear the jingle at the end. Okay. It's the President's Day sales event at Evergreen Chevrolet. The prices have never been lower. The incentives have never been higher on the hottest Chevy trucks in the Northwest. At Evergreen Chevrolet, we have 90 2018 Crew Cab Silverado 4x4s, all priced at $35.9. Find new roads to evergreenchevrolet.com, or as always, exit 15990 is a Green until I die. Okay, here are a few <laughs> thoughts on this. Okay, I, I have something to say. Okay, too, few <laughs> thoughts. First of all, I don't think, I mean, it's called Evergreen. It's very much of this area, right? Yeah. And I don't think of that music as necessarily representing the Northwest. I also think it's really... You get really five miles weird. out of Seattle and mm-hmm. it represents yeah, okay, everybody. Okay, mm-hmm. I'll accept that. I do think, and I saw a whole blog post about this, like just putting... Until I die into your jingle. It just like brings right. up mortality in a way that maybe you don't need to do to sell a stupid truck. Um, and I'm so biased because I really dislike this kind of music anyway. And they're like, here's one. Here's a commercial that I think when they first rolled out the campaign, they give the musician a second to kind of explain who he is and listen to what he says here. Oh boy. This is good. Hi, this is Aaron Crawford. Evergreen Until I Die is about working hard, but playing harder. (laughs) And this state demands a truck that can hold up to that lifestyle. And at Evergreen Ford, we have over 150 2018. I always thought it was interesting, by the way, for this other guy who does the rest of the read. I don't want to make fun of the way people talk because I don't even know words and I talk bad a lot. (laughs) But I always thought it was interesting because he almost sounds like he has a bit of an impediment or something. And Mm. I think I'm learning from these TV versions that he's the owner who's doing that read over. He showed up at the end of the other one. He did. Yeah. The last one had two voices. Yes. It seemed like. Yes. But then I don't remember which one was writ- which as far as who had the more broadcasty voice. Now, do you guys... Can we go back to oh, the yeah. first commercial? Because yep. there's something... So the dealer, the guy who's dressed up in a suit, standing next next to a car, he, he looks like a dealer. And during... during it might have been that speech impediment thing you were talking about. But during... what I keep saying during. Uh, while he's talking about it. Yeah, that dude. While he's talking about it, he sounds like he's mumbling the entire time. Yeah, and I do think it's a way he has of talking. And again, I don't want to I don't want to beat up on anybody because of that, but I've always found it distinctive. It looks like it's the owner. His name is um Daniel Rowe. Or as always, exit 15990 is But I also wonder if part of it is kind of like a little bit of an accent, like he's a real he's you know. Yeah. 9999 is a It's it's kind of there's a there's kind of a tradition of um car dealers um you know at least the owner having a distinctive voice or distinctive accent too so Mm -hmm. if it's you know even if it's quirky or just slightly different than what you expect it'll make people want to mimic it that's the whole thing with cal worthington oh right yeah like his his accent wasn't from our region but people just loved you know kind of mimicking his voice um there was a what is it cal worthington uh, cal worthington yeah you, we've talked about him yeah, before i know i yeah. need a refresher now did here. you say that oh, that yeah. that guy aaron crawford also did a chevy ad 
Because that would be I crazy. think there's an Evergreen Chevy and an Evergreen Ford. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Could be. Yeah, be a dealer. Yeah, yeah because... Um, but do you guys want to hear a little bit of the original song that he wrote? Yeah, like, sure. not just the jingle. <laughs> yes, it yes. is a parody of a country western song. Oh, oh by the way, I was on his website. I'm sorry. I'm just going to dunk here for a little bit. <laughs> on his website, he's talking about how his music is obviously, you know, from the long tradition of country western music. But since he's up here in Seattle, he's been influenced by, he said, Nirvana... Pearl Jam and even the who is the um who is the uh the post Nirvana band with Dave Grohl oh, the Foo Fighters oh, yes. and even the Foo Fighters <laughs> and I was like this is a good example of somebody just throwing the word even in there because it what just seemed the like the Foo sentence fighters? what's that it's, what about the Foo Fighters oh he was just saying that his music is influenced by those three bands oh, although I you get the okay. impression that he just threw it in there because he wanted everybody to know he's and from Seattle. And is Foo Fighters even a Northwest band? I mean, I know it has Dave Grohl, but like, did they even form here? I don't I associate don't them with it. Uh, I guess I guess, uh, probably one of the reasons he, he, he included that band and the even is because it would sound weird if he just said, what, what are the three bands before the... The, the Nirvana, Pearl Jam, and even the Foo Fighters. Nirvana, per, Pearl Jam, and then he just keeps on going. Did Fact check: it? it was formed in Seattle. It was. So oh, I don't. Okay. I don't want right, any Foo okay. heads okay. coming Being back like, at yes. us. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Save your emails. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, save your emails for something more important than this. Let's take a listen to this. Okay. This is so bad. <laughs> so bad. Don't speak. Take a gas. I can't count the days that I've been gone. This truck stop life I'm living is getting old real fast. You can really hear the Nirvana. <laughs> it's almost like too much Nirvana. And I've seen the sunrise in Missouri. Celebrate Texas strong. It's like a fool down in New Orleans. And I've sung that Tennessee song. I mean, what would you, I mean, honestly, though, like, would you say it's more Nirvana or more Pearl Jam? I can't quite tell. <laughs> so here's, a, here's, a, that was a weird journey I just took us on. Let's come back to Chris, who had the original point okay. of saying yes. he would like to share, it sounds like, get people to share their own local and regional car commercial jingles that oh. in some cases drive you up the wall. Although I will say this is an interesting cross-cultural uh, exchange here because I actually like Chris's song quite a <laughs> quite a bit. Aww. And and he might love this one. Right. There you go. Yeah. I mean, and the thing is um you don't even have to like it. You just have to get it stuck in your head. Yes. That's all they want that and is to associate true. it with you know, with the name of the dealership. Yep. That's it. It doesn't even matter is it a Chevy or a Ford. Yep. Um, as long as you associate it with that and it gets kind of stuck in your head. Yeah, I don't you know. like that song that this Aaron Crawford guy mm -hmm. did. Sure. But Evergreen Until I Die is sort of memorable. It's probably right. going to be going through your head all night now. Unfortunately. And yeah. you're, you're probably not in the market for a giant pickup truck either, right? I so am not. Okay. <laughs> okay. And yeah. uh, I would never buy American anyway. So. Okay. Well, yeah, you just stick to um, Hitler's car. The V-dub. I, I, yeah. I love Hitler's car. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's just, what my bumper sticker says. <laughs> stay on your high horse over there. You can sell anything. You can sell anything. All right, we are going to have to get to those jingles. Uh, Next week, I'm sorry, we had so much content and so little time. What are you giggling about? I'm just Phyllis and Gus. You brought so much awesome material to this great. show. I loved those ads that you shared with us. Thank you. Thank yes. you very much. Thank Thanks. you. And we'll have you back again. We can do it. I mean, it seems like we have no. We don't. We don't have a lack of things to talk about. I would say <laughs> as no. as four people over here. Any yes. parting thoughts, though? I'm just, I'm excited that um, Gus has gotten so into your show. Um, it's always fun for me to hear him listening to it at night and huh. to know that he's getting um, thoughtful media criticism, especially in these times. <laughs> I don't know how I, thoughtful. I, I mean this in a good way, but it helps me get to sleep. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I got to start talking slower and quieter so that everybody... No, I like it the way you sleep. do it. That, that helps me the most. Well, thank you both so much. Yeah, loud and frantic is good. Loud and frantic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, we got to get out of here, though. Um, Vives, I don't have the phone number in front of me, and my brain is bad. 404-5597 is the number to call. Uh, you can email us at After These Messages Show at Gmail, and you can always visit us on the Facebook page. Um, but Phyllis and Gus, thank you so much. Thanks for, for having for us. For being here. This was fantastic. <laughs> we loved it. United States of Google, Verizon. They all spies and I'm Pisces rising. And you ain't Hoover, you suck like James Dyson. Google the devil, but I feel lucky.